This is the World Industrial News for Friday, April 1st, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part nine of their podcast, Sustainability and COP26. Looking at the private sector side, you know, some of the some of the big progress and wins related again to investment was the the GFANS, as it sometimes gets called, but it's the Glasgow Financial Alliance for Net Zero. And essentially, this was about, you know, banks and asset managers coming together to mobilize $130 trillion to advance net zero. That's a very, very significant amount of money. Is that mainly through technology investment? So that's the next point. How do they deploy it? So they, they've raised these funds. Now they need to, you know, invest it in technologies that will advance, you know, net zero and they need to do it in geographies, right? They're going to want to do it in geographies where there's need and, and there's some gaps there. And again, I think that'll be the big focus of the next COP, which will be COP 27, which interestingly is in, will be in Egypt. So there will probably be a, a greater focus on on Africa, on the African perspective in particular. But it's a good example. If you want to talk about renewable energy, it's a country that has abundant renewable energy resources. They've been pretty slow to be able to build and deploy wind and solar, but technology has definitely helped. You know, at Aviva, our software is actually used to manage the it's, it's the world's largest thermosolar plant. It's in Morocco. It's uh, about the size of San Francisco to give you a sense of how big this solar wow. field is. It's got two million mirrors that need to be coordinated and they change direction, you know, according to the sun. And when you're doing renewables at that kind of scale, you know, that's where you really need technology, right, to help you to, through our software, at least they have a, a single control pane that allows them, it's hooked up to all the field, to all those two million mirrors that allows them to optimize. It allows them to run analytics, predictive analytics, so they can understand where things are likely to fail. It helps to support them in that uh, that maintenance aspect as well. You know, so that's an example where you know technology is desperately needed. But the flip side, we also need policy. You know, Morocco was very progressive because they had set an ambitious target, and that that field alone provides about six percent of of their um, renewable energy right now. But we need larger policies as well to help electrify. You know, not the just the, you know, I guess green the grid, not just in Morocco, but across the whole continent. So that's where, again, you need policymakers to come together. And then the private sector can obviously bring the technology that we have and investors can help to fund it. So you kind of need all of the players there to to advance real progress. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Most of the attention at the White House on Thursday was focused on President Joe Biden's order to release a massive amount of oil from strategic reserves in an effort to reduce gas prices. But his order to encourage domestic production of minerals and metals needed for large-capacity batteries got much less of the spotlight. Industrial Info was tracking more than $12 billion worth of projects to mine and process lithium and other critical metals and minerals. 
As the global chip shortage persists and the Russia-Ukraine war disrupts semiconductor manufacturing, the need for more production in the U.S. grows each day. Industrial Info is tracking more than $24 billion in U.S. semiconductor projects, which are planned to kick off in the second quarter, led by the construction of two chip manufacturing plants from Intel Corporation. That amount accounts for more than one-third of the industrial manufacturing industry's total total investment value of planned project starts in the quarter. And several companies are constructing biomass-fired power plants in Japan, with several of these projects originally intended to burn coal, but changed to reduce fossil fuel consumption. Industrial Info is tracking more than $10 billion worth of capital biomass power projects in Japan. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.